Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, good morning. Uh, I'm looking out the window at the rain pouring down oh. over Bristol. Uh, it is absolutely hammering it. I, rain, I was, I was raining gonna, in uh, Bristol? God, raining. I was going to walk to the office. Um, that seems unbelievable. From, from there this morning. We're starting to open up the office. There's a few. There's a couple of people pottering in, but we've got like two meters between desks. You have to have a clean desk and it gets wiped down. Um, but some people... Have just get, have, uh, we're being really careful. We've got like some arrows in the lifts, right? They're like uplifts. And the, unfortunately, we only have one working lift. So the down <laughs> lift doesn't work. The down is now the stairs. So right. if you want to go up, you can go up the lift and down the stairs, which obviously the, I'm sure the delivery drivers will enjoy. People still get their crap delivered to the office, even in this lockdown. So there's just like shit tons of mail like all over the place. Uh, we've got a foot driven um, uh, goo uh, hand sanitizer dispenser right uh, now installed so that's that's the to, to, to wipe clean your hands on the way in yeah uh, i've got like a sign-in sheet to check who's been lurking around so we can clean their desk we've got like um lurking around uh, it's nice yeah that we you got, talk you have about to wear the, masks. the other people in the offices lurking around i bet they appreciate it yeah it's it's uh, and we've uh, a couple of streams are happening from the office and a couple of people are, ha- are happening from the office Partly people are happening m- wow you could turn it into a live birth center you yeah. got the, yes. the pool Mostly and everything for people birth. who can't stand being at home any longer uh yeah. you know and and or 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 are able to get in without taking public transport but actually like we sent out an email and it's basically we said like you know if you don't if you don't want to come in again then you pretty much don't have to you know it, it, certain things have been better um we've definitely been more communicative because we've got a big group discord Everyone's more aware of what other people are doing because you can just look in the other channels and be like, "Oh, these guys work on this thing." These right. guys on other things have been worse. Like I think we've been we've been less social. We tried to organize a few social events, like like movie night. We've had a couple of movie nights. We had a couple of games nights where we played board games together on tabletop. You know what I find interesting? I don't know, Sip. Maybe you were invited to these things. I didn't hear a peep. Yeah, well, Whoa. it's what happens when you don't um, live live in and around Bristol. You just yeah, get, uh, you just, we just fucking shunned. Yeah, what are you clicking? Who's who's clicking away? I'm, I'm sending an email to another network. I'm just like, get me out of yeah, here. Yeah, he's, he's he wants to find some people who will treat him with uh, dignity right. and respect, with love and respect. Yeah. I can hear one of you. What what what's the, what, what what have you been in, in, up to? What's what's interesting with you guys? I've been. I got a haircut. Sorting stuff. Oh, congrats! Um, uh, our hairdressers, our hairdressers are open again. Yeah, they're open again. Uh, schools are opening here next week for us as well. Uh, so everybody's going back to school. So we have to. Uh, my kids, in the time that they've been locked down, have outgrown their school shoes. So we have to get them yes, new shoes. Same. <laughs> um, my, my year six, uh, my eldest, she's gone back. Yeah. She's been back for a couple of weeks, and her, her uniform is very tight. And we're like, this is your last year in primary school. 
you start in secondary school after summer. We're not buying you anything. And the teachers and everything were like, <laughs> look, if they don't fit into their school clothes, don't worry about it. Just they can wear whatever. So, you know, within yeah, reason. But, I think uh, that's fair enough. This whole year is a write-off, basically. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I, like, I, I think it was Rob Delaney was saying on Twitter the other day, he said, this academic year is a write-off. And the expectation that people should be at home homeschooling their kids on top of trying to work a full-time job when you're working at home and everything else that you have to do yeah is crazy yeah like i don't know what the expectation is like uh, there, there isn't one i yeah. genuinely don't think anyone is out there like oh my god how did the kids not learn as much as they would have in school without school I mean, like, no, but, no one's saying that surely. no but that like you know kids kids are sponges anyway they're always learning stuff no matter what like they don't need to be in a in a classroom setting just to learn right like there's yeah, constantly I, I, I don't think they are sponges. My two certainly never fucking listen to a word I say. So if they're sponges, they're very selective. Well, I, yeah, selective right. sponges is probably yeah. They don't. My kids don't listen to me either. Like I have to. That repeat sounds pretty. Myself. That sounds pretty good. A selective sponge. Like you could see that on the on the on the supermarket shelves, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you know, clean, yeah, it would be handy. Yeah, cleans up. Like it's like when you spill you know your coffee onto a onto a onto a surface full of crumbs and shit, if you could just selectively sponge up the coffee, get it back cleanly into that uh, cup, that would uh, be really good. You would drink selectively You look great co- today, sponge. Thank you, I will absorb that. And then you can say to the sponge, geez, you're, you're fucking stupid, sponge. I will not absorb that. I'm not <laughs> absorbing. <laughs> the absorption is gone. It's it's out. I, I oh denied. my God, I didn't, I didn't say sensitive sponge. God, sensitive emotionally God. sensitive emotionally fragile sponge <laughs> i think that's what we all are actually as well holy shit well yeah i mean it's i think it's 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 human nature like like these days i don't think people take that into account we're expected to be some sort of like i don't know uh robot or you know we, we we're, we're expected to have some like you know uh perfect programming somehow or something but eh, people are people always have been and always will be different and fucked up for different reasons as well right like you're not wrong yeah it's impossible it's impossible to get it to to be right or get it right or live up to like a standard or other standards or whatever you know i think the best you can do is just be yourself and um did you know that they're rebooting bill and ted yes i no. saw the trailer it looks horrible it really does look bad yeah fuck me it caught well, me by surprise i was looking i was watching trailers the other day from uh sorry i i know that seems like a really weird uh segue but i was about no, to uh please i was I'm about delighted. to end what this, i was this, saying with this podcast the, is all about be, segues be excellent to each other and party on dude you know like the right the, the quote oh, from bill and ted and it made see. me that was where that train of thought was going it was I yeah see. it made me advance think of bill and ted and then i realized Hang on, they're Peace, rebooting love, it. Unity and respect. Oh fuck me! Yeah, yeah the trailer. Well, it did look it, it looks shocking. Yeah, it looks really bad. Well, it's like a new generation. So I was talking to Ben yesterday at the start of this TTT recording, and about he was Bill and Ted. He was um, he was chatting about how it was. It, he saw this post on Reddit, um, and I did as well. There was like some. There's been some posts where like boomers, not boomers, zoomers, the new generation have been sort of ragging on millennials in the same way that boomers have. So millennials are getting it from both ends, right? Obviously, boomers are always like looking down on millennials, calling them like slackers and layabouts, and they don't know how hard days work in their life. And, you know, and and millennials are always like, oh, boomers took all the money and we can't afford houses now and we have to live in shipping containers and RVs and all this. Anyway, uh, the, the younger generation have been getting on complaining about millennials saying that they're all 
you know, they all they all they all pick a Harry Potter house that they're part of, and they eat avocado toast, and you know, all the all the other wonderful complaints about. Jeez, right, yeah, that stuff's so terrible. Doing. Fuck me. I know it's funny though. It's 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 funny and sort of and I was like Wait, who's eating I, avocado toast? It's, millennials it's, are. Yes. What's See, I would I would say that Zoomers would be eating that stuff. That seems they can't mu- afford much it. much more recent, a much more recent fad than uh than it would have been for millennials, right? Like like avocado on toast is what, like within the last decade that became Right, but the point is who are the grown ups now? It's the millennials. Uh, I guess, right? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. So I the, guess. <laughs> Well, it's the, it's it's this it's this Gen Gen Z right, and it's kind of I like it. I like I like seeing it. But the thing is, Ben was like, you know, I'm glad I'm not a millennial. And I was like, you are no no, you are. A, I'm we're millennials, me and you. And because I guess you two are just we've, I, I, we've had very, this conversation like fifty yeah, times. We've had this. You're a little bit early, but. Yeah, so I had are, to explain yeah. to Ben, and the way I explained to him that we were millennials was I saw this picture on Reddit, which is like um it was on R slash cool guides, which I am <laughs> a big fan of. Yeah. Um cool. And I oh, <laughs> Well, that did sound that did make me sound like an uh a late Gen X there. Um but no, it's this it's this kind of picture. It's in the Discord at the moment, but it shows like the um TV shows that were on and when you were a when you were a kid and what what resonates with you and just looking at it at a glance i recognize everything in one box and then like the next box i don't recognize anything and i'm like what the fuck is ben 10 you know what the fuck is like the the batman animated series do you know what i mean like i, I guess, don't know i guess you're you like you, you you guys maybe are not quite at the point because i know ben 10 and, and the batman stuff because my kids watched it exactly so being a little older I, I don't I'm even. Sort of I don't know. Bat exposed 10. to that. Stuff. Bat, Bat ten. Ben ten. I yeah. don't know. Ben ten. It was, uh, it was a cartoon about a, a kid called Ben. Right. Uh, I think he was ten. I mean, it makes sense. And there was space, space stuff. Oh right. Okay. He, he could yeah. turn into a robot or something. He had powers. The, the, right. I never I really know, watched just, it. Okay. A generation of like stuff that came out sort of or, or like late, late sort of like I don't know. There was this generation of late millennials that I just didn't know any of, and I didn't watch any of it. You know, like I don't know. Like just looking at this picture, like Teen Titans, Spy Kids, Samurai Jack, Kim Possible, Invader Zim. Oh, Some my, people these are will all be shows like, my kids love. watched all of these things, and I have never, basically, ever heard of any. Steven of them. Universe, you know that one? No, my kids no. love Steven Universe. Oh my god, they love that show. And I think, and then I look at this one, and I'm like, this picture, this one is just sips. Look at it. It's like GI Joe, Inspector Gadget, Hulk Hogan. Uh, the Goonies, Thundercats, yeah. Smurfs, Ducktales. Yeah, that's like, all stuff Ninja I grew Turtles, up with. Roger Rabbit, yeah. Great Mouse Detective. It's just, it's just like Rocky Four. It's like a sips in a Karate Kid. Yeah, it's like sips in a nutshell. Yeah, that was my whole childhood. I those are all shows that were on, popular at the time. I watched them. Like I was, I was, uh, I was the target demographic for He Man when He Man came out. I was a five year old kid, and that shaped you and into the man you are they, today. They made those action figures for small children. That was the that's what they were going for. <laughs> um, they wanted small kids to. They they found one incense. Get found, those. Found get those toys get ripped and buy them all. Collect them all. 
It was just, it, it was exciting though. I like like when I look back to to the stuff that was coming out when I was a kid and everything like GI Joe, He Man, all that kind of stuff is awesome. God, I so I wonder if lucky, um, lucky lucky to be a kid in that era for sure. Like those do people still have toys. the issue of stuff selling out as much? Because uh, in the past you had to go to a store to get it, and obviously they have a, a limited stock. But nowadays, I guess you can order stuff online. I know yeah, the, stuff it obviously still, sells out, but it must be different. Does, yeah. No, no, no. There's this whole thing, right? This actually, you've you've really hit it. Like, there's this whole thing around artificial scarcity. Yeah, okay? it's like this big thing on Instagram. This big thing on marketing, and the idea is, is that you put out this product, and it's and you put such a limited amount out that it sells out really quick, and then everyone is 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 left with this feeling of being displayed. Oh my gosh, this thing's sold out, and I'm feeling disappointed, and I didn't have a chance to order it. So when the next thing comes along, yeah. which is in a week's time. Everyone is like, oh shit, okay, I have to order this quickly. Yeah, or it's, a it's, trick. Sell out it's a bit. trick that makes you into a better consumer, right? Like, it, yeah, you try so there's, this, there's this whole thing yeah. about stuff being sold out, or, or, or at least like certainly on the biggest, you know, like some of, the, some of these Instagram influencers have like millions of followers, honestly, like you wouldn't believe. And, they sell out these things so quickly, but it's it's part of the strategy. You know, if if they if they wanted to, they could make plenty right. of 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 lipstick. So you packs create or FOMO by you 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 create it, yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's and it's really like you have to watch out for it because it's it's completely fake. Well, um, I, I, all I ever so worry well. about is is my is my corner shop out of cider, and does my vape store have my flavor? Those are the only two things I regularly panic about yeah. running out of yeah I mean, those things those things are always in good supply though you know but like, didn't you didn't you massively stockpile a load of vapes i barely i'm just reaching the bottom third of my stockpile uh last week and i ordered replacements to to restock just to be on the safe side i made good. a decision at the weekend that i've got this like um he's gonna start little vaping. cupboard next to my kitchen you're going to take up vaping which i don't i, I have don't a, a, on reliable a reliable source has told me that you're going to take up vaping yeah it was that, that was his 2020 yeah. plan he was so, so there's a cupboard yeah. next to my kitchen right you have a cupboard in your kitchen yeah i call it the pantry because it's like a walk-in oh cupboard. a walk-in pantry um, very nice all that's in there is boxes of old shit from when i moved like mostly books warhammer models stuff that i haven't bothered to unpack right? right if only you had an extended period of time an extended period of time at home would have allowed you to to get round to that that's a well i i have and i've oh. got i'm looking at like three big bags of books that i'm going to take up to the charity shop so uh. they're all like nice quality still um but i couldn't it was closed so i couldn't bring them up but now i've got this space in my pantry and i want to make like um a doomsday um organizer right so i've got like like five toothpastes in there, like five, like five uh, shampoos. Do you know what I mean? Like, like so, because I constantly, I'm a person who during this whole thing has kind of, and also during my life, it's kind of, I've bought a new, a new toothpaste when my toothpaste ran out, right? Right. Or, or like, sometimes I wouldn't be able to clean my teeth in the morning with toothpaste because like, it had just run out the night before. Do you know what I mean? And I couldn't manage to squeeze an additional half of a, you know, I just had to like. You have no reserves so, whatsoever, like. No, I've never had reserves. I've never really had reserves of anything of like washing up liquid or or dishwasher tablets or anything. I mean, there's certain things that you just have to have reserves of. I mean, it's not going to kill you to have two tubes of toothpaste on hand. At, well, know. no, but the thing is, I'm not someone who automatically like. I I know that there there are some people who. This is what those. Um, I saw a couple of years ago. There was this fad of people buying those Amazon buttons. 
where you basically you put the button like on your wall or whatever next to the toothpaste and when your toothpaste ran out you pressed the button and it and that ordered a new toothpaste Good right and so right. there was this whole fad where people had all these buttons around their house and whenever something ran out they just pressed the button right. and it would order them a new one yeah right it so, sounds like one of those dot-com boom bullshit things that fucking oh, it, failed it, it, it feels incredibly wasteful as well just that all the technology that's gone is those buttons but also the fact that you're gonna have to Amazon out like a single-use fucking plastic yeah, it's box pathetic. with an extra toothpaste in there or whatever. I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I, so I was never a fan of that, but I understood why the mentality behind it. Like, if you if you don't have much space, and you know you are living in like a fucking shipping container because you're a a, a millennial, uh, <laughs> uh, eating avocados. And how many of them live in shipping of, containers? You run out of avocado shuckers. How or many people are we putting in the the shipping container category here? How many is a it? A lot. Millions? There's millions in there. I don't There's believe millions you. millions of people I've never seen a single shacks. shipping container. There's not that many not people living in shipping containers. Though. All right, fine. They're not living in shipping containers. They're living in like a shitty flat with six other millennials. That's what they're doing. Jesus. Um, because they can't afford. They have to have a flat share. And it's 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 tough. It's tough being out there in the real world. P-flax. Yeah. You know? Mate. I bet you I bet you one of, one of them in there has the sensibility to have a reserved tube of toothpaste on hand. Avocados ain't cheap. I bet you one of them went to the store and just bought two instead of one. Just well, because... I know. And often they are on offer two for one and stuff. And so sometimes, you know, that's why I have extra. <laughs> right. But I'm not, I'm not saying I've never had a spare toothpaste in my cupboard you know but there's always something that's missing do you know what I mean like i'm always on i'm always down I just to can't my believe last you got to the point where you could not brush your teeth because you had zero toothpaste that's you can't get well, to but that i'm point. starting to that's rock i mean bottom. you get to the point where there's hardly any left in the tube and once you start having to really twist it and you cut open the tube bit, and scrape it out yeah. off the walls yeah and that reminds you oh i better get some toothpaste yeah but you're, you're making out this is some hardship but well, you're also saying this no, is a generation a that wants to push a button and get and get toothpaste air dropped no, onto their I house. Just th- it is, I, I feel like I am blessed with the space for a pantry that I'm wasting. And I, I mean, want to just have... You know what you have... should do? If you're, if you're wondering what to do with that space, what? fill it with empty mason jars, okay? And then right. when people come to visit your place, you can show them the pantry and then just sort of do a lingering stare at them, like a creepy stare, and they're looking at like this cupboard full of empty mason jars, and maybe they'll think twice about visiting you again. You know, it could. It's like, it's like, it's like, right. it's like, it's like mosquito spray. You know what I mean? Like you're mm, right for mm, friends, for people. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, yeah, yeah. You want to mess with this? I don't think you do. I got <laughs> lots of empty mason jars in my. <laughs> pantry yeah. all right change of subject i want to i want to get this off my chest all right right this is to all of you out there I, i'm calling you what you are litter bugs right all right i've had enough i go to the park with my kids trying to raise them right what do i see but a bunch of kids about 10 maybe 15 years older than my eldest having a barbecue in the middle of of the the the, the park or in the twickenham green or something like that with those little horrible disposable metal fire hazards that set right. fire to the forest down in Dorset near where my mum lives. They scorch the grass. And what do I see after you've had your fucking barbecue? I see all your shit just left on the ground. Now, I was trying to say to my daughter, I was like, how does that happen? Like, imagine if us three went out for a barbecue and at the end of it, I stood up and went, right, we're done here and walked off. 
what would you say? Wouldn't you say, Flax, we're going to pick this shit up? If I was like, that'd be ridiculous. Just leave it there on the ground. Wouldn't one of you say something? There wouldn't, wouldn't be anything to leave on the ground. Because if Lewis had anything to do with it, we'd have no backup hot dogs or hamburgers or anything. We'd just be standing there looking I'll at each other. I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what happens. Here's, here's the scenario. You go out with all your friends, okay? And some, some of them invite their friends. Some of those guys or girls are incredibly annoying. Um, so even though you've come there and you've brought the barbecue and you've made your sausages and you've been generous, you've been kind, you, you're the friendly guy, you're the, you're, you're the nice guy, those people are shit and they're annoying and you leave first, right? And because this, there's still the barbecue and stuff around there, you don't clear that up, you know, because you leave it to them because you think someone else, one of them will clean it up, right? You're going first and you, you've had enough of them. So you go because you were like, I brought the barbecue, I'm not going to clean it up. You know, that's that's their job. But those guys are assholes, PFLAX. And that's why you left. Right, and then but you here's think, my question. You just assume that they're not that bad. They're assholes, but they're not that here's my, bad. Here's they're my question, litter. though. No one, thinks, then no one thinks it's their responsibility because they didn't bring it. Right, right, but hold that's on, hold on. What I'm saying is... I understand that there are people out there that litter. It's a fact of life. Some people are assholes and they just don't care. But how do they congregate in groups? And how does everyone in that group share the same interest in littering? Because I don't know any social groups that I could be in of all my friends, everyone that I know, who would be happy to do that. And it's not like I've specifically gone out and sought non-litterers. You know what I mean? It's not like I know for a fact that my friends wouldn't litter, but I genuinely would assume that they wouldn't. And I've never seen evidence that they litter. But these people are out in groups of 10 people, and every single one of them is hardcore committed to littering to the point where they will leave a ridiculous amount of stuff in a huge pile on Twickenham Green, walked past it the other day, and I'm thinking that is like a 10, 12 person barbecue, and not one person has said, lads, we should pick this up. And in fact, the majority has agreed not to pick it up. Where are they meeting? Well, this is the I thing. I want to know, if you're a litterer out there, I want to know, do you guys have a Discord server? Do you have like a, a Facebook group where you get together and say, let's go for a barbecue and leave everything on the fucking ground? These are the kind how of do you, people, How though, do you who, get to uh, the point where they all do it? Right, that's my point, I've Lewis. Already where are they meeting? About- I've talked about all the shit we're doing in the office, right? With like actually giving shit about distancing and being careful and not inviting people in. There's fucking people having a rave on like the local bit of green turf. There's like a fucking gang of like, I'm chatting to someone with a face mask at two meters away. And there's like 15 people like slapping each other on the back in a circle, like laughing and shitting all over themselves. I'm like, <laughs> fuck is going on? <laughs> like why, you know, there's assholes, people. Like, right, people but I think, I think those are people we got that to a point had... now where people are so sick of this lockdown shit that people are like, oh, it's over. Okay. I don't know what I'm allowed to do and not allowed to do. I'm just going to fucking just spread disease everywhere. No, I think those, I think some, some of those people have, uh, have had COVID and they're celebrating. They've gotten past it. So they're now like immune to it or whatever. That, that, that's what they're doing. They're just going around and slapping each other on the back and, and stuff, you know, like they, they find they find other people in a similar situation, and it's party time. You know, they they're they're done. They've done their they've done their bit. They're 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 past it. They don't need to worry anymore. So that's the, I think in some cases when you see people doing that, that's what's that's what's happened. You know what I mean? I see. They're, they're, they they feel they feel okay about everything because they've they've developed like the their immunity or whatever through having it and surviving it and stuff. And now they're out there slapping each other's butts. I think that's a nice assumption, yeah. but I, I'm not sure I conclude uh, the same as you. No, I mean, it's I'm just surprised the case, that these but... groups of people get together. <laughs> and I'm thinking that there must be some underlying personality trait 
like people tend to go with like-minded people, right? Yeah. Like if you go out with a bunch of people and they're then just you don't get along with them for whatever reason, there must be groups of people out there that I don't like or don't get along with, and they're the ones who it must coincide with the urge to litter. What is that personality? It can't just be asshole. That's too easy. There must be something else going on that links these people together so strongly. It's not an age thing, because I know plenty of young people that don't litter and they fucking get as angry about it as everybody else. But what is what is that character trait? I'm, I'd love to know. The littering one. I don't know. Uh, Maybe it's just the, the 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 drinking. You know, after a few drinks. Yeah, you loosen you up get, and you just don't. Get a bit leery. You just don't care about garbage anymore. Yeah, you're just like, oh man, just whatever. I realize this is the most old man rant I've ever had, but it's, it's very it's, it's very we live in a society. But I know it's I, very annoying. It is. I mean, I'm though, sorry. Yeah, there's no way around it. It's disgusting. It's pretty ignorant, isn't it? Young people it, are meant litter. to care more about the planet than the older generation. So what do we do? What do you do if you see someone littering? I tut. Do you hose I tut down as, as loudly by? as possible. Tut, right. Give it one of these. Right. Yeah. If the mic can even pick it up. Well, like Egos and principles aside and stuff, Flax, if you really cared that much, you would clean it up after them. I'm just saying. Well, well what am I meant to do? Clean it I up. Don't have a, I don't have a bin bag. Well, I don't have anything. That's probably why it's there in the first place. They didn't have one either, evidently. Right, so. but there's there's a bunch of them. You pick up something. There are bins. There's a bin twenty feet away. Yeah. And they still don't use it. That's that's what annoys me. Yeah. And if you know you're going somewhere there's no bins, you'll bring a bag. Hmm. It's just horrifying. <laughs> so they did you just leave it there though, is when you left? Sorry. That that's bullshit. No, I, that it, argument it, is bullshit. No, it's, I'm not, well, it's not an argument. It's a question. <laughs> it's just a question. Did I, I, said, you I just said to you, I don't walk around with a fucking bin bag. No, I know you don't, but you just left it there. Hang on a second. Don't you walk the dog with a bin bag? No, she has a tiny poop bag. I'd have to use the entire like roll scoop, of poop bags. A shovel. And, and I'm a... talking. This is like a party level. Is it like a pile of rubbish? Bag? Right. What if you had a bigger dog, though? They still only come in one size, the poop. The poops don't get that much bigger. There's a thing that happens in Bristol, which is annoying, where it's like a really not hot day. Everyone goes out and everyone cleans up their litter. Okay. Right. But the problem is there's only one or two bins around the square. Right. They fill and up so quick. rather than people going or walking or taking their. Their, their crap further they just leave the shit on the side of the bin or perched on the bin or somewhere near the bin you know they don't bother to go and find a different bin it's all it's all well it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna put it in this bin but i'm gonna neatly arrange it at the bottom of the bin in a display and so it's like it's like a diorama there's like, there's like poop bags. it's like a fucking set of skittles of bottles you know what i mean like a triangle of bottles and um all that fucking happens is some seagull comes along looking for some chips or whatever and just fucking makes it all, puts it everywhere. It's just, and then it just is spread across a whole wide area, you know, like a wild animal's got into it. And you see it all the fucking time happening. And I, 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 it's like, um, it's just part of it. But like, that annoys me that, that you think, you know, it's like, I realize this is full, but that's not my fault that the bin's full. Hmm. But it's, there's like loads of little psychological tricks that people like just ordinary, ordinary people, reasonable people are like, well, I can't be asked to walk over to that side of the square. There's a bin right here. It's not, I didn't fill it up. I'll, I'll confess, if there's a bin that's full, I'll, I'll go for the perch. But I do that at home as well. Right. Like I'll put something, because I think when I empty it, I can put it in the bag, bingo, bango, bosh. But, but the perch is always, a, 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 it's like if, if your bin's full, I, I do this as well. It, you know, if the bin's full, I just push it down a bit. Oh, you got to squinch it. Put, yeah. put it on top. 
And and if it if it doesn't give, then I'm like, oh, well, maybe I will just balance yeah. this on top until I have to. But then all you all you're doing is putting off the inevitable and making it much worse when you do have to inevitably get empty the bin and making it True. harder for yourself. Do you guys recycle? You know, do you guys recycle at home? Yeah, everything. Of course yeah. we do. Yeah, recycle a lot okay. of stuff. But a few things do go in that stinky bin. Um, Alright, so here's my know, question, right? I, where where I live, everybody everybody else on my road, I don't know where they all got the memo, but everybody puts out their recycling bins on the front, right? Like you know, they you, copy you, other people. Yeah, you put it like, on the This payment. guy's doing it. We're so the only we're house that it. doesn't do it. I always forget, and I, I have never done it in all the years we've lived here. We've had recycling bins for like ten or fifteen years or something like that. I've never put the box on the pavement. Set yourself a little reminder. You're an old man. You're I could to. do that, but even when I was a younger man, I didn't do it. And my think, my thinking is, it's literally one foot to to like you literally take one step into my front garden. It's there. Like we don't have a big front garden where you've got to go all the way up to the house. It's like literally the smallest little London front garden you can imagine. It's like the the bin is there. And I'm thinking, I remember when I had a push chair, and there's a guy on my road in a wheelchair trying to get down the road with all these bins and everything is a pain in the ass. And all that happens is the wind blows and it blows bits of people's recycling all over the road. If I keep it on my property. No one's going to have to bump into it. No one's going to have to go around it. And if it blows out, it's still it's my problem. It's not the street's problem. I think putting the bins out in my situation is a bad one. So I'm happy not to do it. But I'm worried that the bin men don't like me, that we're like the bad house. Because I watched this video yeah, of this or, little it's kid. It's only a matter of time before they don't take your bin. Right. There's this little kid on YouTube. And when the bin men would come around, he would be he would run out to greet them. And he would he would make them cookies, and he would say hello to them, and he would chat them Puffy and follow in them the around. Bin <laughs> well, one of the guys <laughs> like garbage. they would pick him up and let him push the buttons and everything. I was thinking that must be great for a kid. I'm the opposite of that visit. Like they come here, I haven't even put my boxes out. It's full of cider, and I, they must be thinking this guy sucks. This house sucks, and I feel bad about it. Yeah. That. But I'm not going to change. <laughs> That's right. They watch it. They're, they're like, they drive up to you and it's like a dark house and they, they see the, t- the t- curtains like twitch and this pale, <laughs> bald Voldemort face leers out of the upstairs window That's with a me. frown on his face, a scowl. <laughs> he's just been recording the Triforce podcast and he scowls at them and he wonders, and he, he, he's thinking, oh, I hope they're going to take the cider bottles out of their front garden. <laughs> I wonder if I've upset them. I thought but it was he's Voldemort. Worried and you could and you could you tell his face. Severus, so- Severus, they're taking the recycling, Severus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my lord. They didn't take they didn't take the cardboard, Severus. Thank goodness one of my horcruxes slipped into the recycling this week. That's Which right. Was a disaster. <laughs> horcruxes, right? That was a thing. Yes, you're getting it. You're it's a millennial. You're a millennial now. Well, what the, what is what Horcrux? Is that a thing or a house? It was the it was one one of the other bits that was ripped off of Lord of the Rings that was shoved in the books where uh, Voldemort has put his powers and fused it into an object. But a bunch of them, and you need to destroy them all before you can kill him. A bit like the One Ring in Lord of the Rings. It's just a coincidence. It's it's the standard sort of trope. Um. Anyway, uh, I just like the idea that the bin men are watching you in the same way that you're watching the spy house in the same way that they're watching their being men on the other side it's like i don't know it's like a a kind of string of spying do you Everyone's want do you want a spy house other. update is there one there is okay it's quite intriguing so a couple of weeks ago some burly lads turned up do you remember i told you there were some russians mm-hmm. working in the in the garden they've now boarded up the back of the house they put a gate on the side um and they've like cleaned up massively and i thought that the guy had hired them to do that. It was the council. 
because their neighbor, their new neighbors complained and said, this place is like stinks and there's like stuff growing into our property. Can you do something? Council turned up and basically like animal proofed the entire thing. But my new neighbor, the guy over there, he went and had a peek in through the window and he said it's like frozen in time from the late 90s. So there's a computer there right. with the, one of those massive old CRT monitors that's like wow. huge. And he said, all it is, is like, it's literally... It's like a skeleton with his hand on his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Just dial up porn. That's what the guy died watching. He died waiting for the he internet. died waiting for like, it to load. page to load. Poor, poor, was... poor bastard. He was two years, one day, from, two years from one man. One day this picture will load and I'll see her muff. <laughs> all I can see is the nipples. <laughs> muff. <laughs> Fucking dial up. But he said he peeked into uh -oh. the window and it's just like a huge streak of filth and animal rubbish and stuff that's just blown in because it's been open to the elements for so long. But other than that, the house right. is untouched, like frozen for, well, it's been years, years and years and years. It's quite eerie. Who, I mean, is this is this an inf is just an example of an investment or does some old old chap own it and not no, live I, I there No, I think anymore? I said on a previous week. On the run to the, Singapore? The guy or? lives in, in Teddington. Right. This, this house that he owns was like their second house and they'd rented it out and all the rest of it. An old lady used to live downstairs. She subsequently died, so now it's just kind of left. His his wife is sick, so he's looking after her rather than doing anything to do with the house. So it's just been left, sort of forgotten. It just about. hasn't had just hasn't had time. The attention it needs. But I'm thinking, and also I could see just him just it. thinking, ah, fuck, it can't be asked. You know, but but what's he need? He obviously doesn't need for anything. He doesn't need the money. He doesn't need like doesn't need the hassle. Doesn't want doesn't want to sell it. He thinks, oh, well, if I could get around to it, if I could just get a weekend, I'll go in there, I'll tide it up, and that'll give it a bunch. Oh, if I don't want to in he would sell it straight away he'd be like i have this is i'm in over my head i'm there's no way i'm gonna take the time to fix this up it's a huge job like it, it's an I, awful yeah. lot of work he should sell it house flipper. yeah you should buy it me and sip should buy it and house flip it oh yeah i'd love yeah. that i only like doing that for, in a virtual setting though flax i don't know if i would want to do that in a real life wouldn't you like it we, we go to the house we we walk around we talk Trash it about what then... we could put here. We create a virtual version of the house in House Flipper so we can try things out and see how it looks and all the rest of it. And we think, you know what? We could put some stairs Yeah, in yeah, there. yeah. So we want to keep all the period uh, stuff. We'll keep the skeleton Fireplace out to stay. <laughs> CRT, yeah. if we stay. just If we just veneer the skeleton and we just mount him on the wall... Take it out uh, a few meters of the back. Put keep some the new CRT tiling monitor in. that's quite retro. Also, fountain. Um, I'm thinking fountain in the garden. Yeah, and all the all the dead bodies that are in the basement. We'll just keep those in uh, as a kind of themed <laughs> retro kind of torture room. <laughs> torture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That could be you and me, sis. It, just it could be, yeah. But I've, at the same time, it's like. Um, I think if you're going to do that, that's got to be like your only thing to do, right? That, that that's enough to do. You don't. You wouldn't. I mean, wanna... I live next to it. Yeah, I know. It would be super you, easy. You're not wrong. It would take you. It, it, I mean, I wrote an email that took me three hours. It took me a whole day to write an email this week. How long was the I email? Felt, wasn't even that long. I just felt, and no one really even read it. I was just sort <laughs> of. I felt like I needed to do like an update newsletter to everyone, and so I was like, you know, here's what's going on and stuff, and. And it just did it you send just, it to it me the whole fucking day? I got that one. Yeah. Oh, it's the it's yeah. it's the Yogg's newsletter number one. That was the first newsletter. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. It took me. I, took I me. scrolled through the headings and I realized none of them applied to me. So I just kind yeah. of I, I appreciated it though. No, well, exactly. I think that was generally everyone's response. You should put some more clip art in there just to spruce it up a bit. Yeah. 
Right. Like clip newsletters up. normally have pictures to sort also, of. Also, I want to know what you've been up to and your families. You'd say, you know, little Janie started school and uh, grandpa's 84 this year. Can you believe it? Stuff like that. That kind of stuff needs to be in there. Otherwise, I just think you don't care about. I didn't you know, add enough fun, funny bits. I it was very serious. Yeah. Also, the first the first topic is is obviously brand deals, and uh, I, I don't get those right. very often. No. So I was like, eh, what are you going to do? You're not popular. I'm enough. not brandable. You're well, just not brandable. Yeah. You're not very brandable. If we ever get like a bowling ball company in, Whoa. or like an egg company, yeah. wants some sponsorship, you know, or like um, a polishing company, like I don't know, or snooker. Um, Explain the connection with snooker. The cue ball. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Anything else? Come on, keep going. Billiards. Keep going. Ball. I'm almost there. Uh. <laughs> so, some people listen to this podcast and they're bold too. I'm happy to. I'm happy to be their representative and to take this on I the on the talk. bold head. Instead of that, we don't use our chin. We take it right on the top of our head because you know what. We have to live with this. Yeah. And if you want to point it out constantly and make fun of it, you go ahead. If it makes you feel like a big man, Lewis, with your <laughs> well, pantry full of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> well, so we should mention, by the way, I haven't mentioned it yet, that this podcast now has a sponsor, ExpressVPN, <laughs> which I use at home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you need a VPN for, though, Lewis? Well, it's, it's, it's totally legit. You could yeah. use it for for whatever you right. keep keep your privacy safe. You, you know, don't use just, one, Sips? You really should do, by the way. I do. Well, you should. It's 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 just for your own personal safety. You know, right. it's quite a useful tool. I've used it quite a lot in like um, hotels and like free Wi-Fi areas and stuff. Right. Just because you know, you, people, you don't know who's collecting your data there, do you? True. Yeah. True. But, but also, I do use it quite a lot to just access other countries and um, access their <laughs> defense ma matrices. Well, a lot of the time you'll go to YouTube, right, and there'll be like a John Oliver video, and it'll be like this country is blocked oh, in your location. Oh God! Yeah. Do you I, know I mean, I, that happens I hate a lot. That. I fucking hate anyway that. we did an advert for it and it was a bit wooden right right so no we need to be less wooden uh much like this this is an advert <laughs> for it yeah expressvpn.com slash triforce to get three months uh free nice uh, of of vpn if you want sips you should try it is that your script or is that you just saying this it? is me riffing it okay so well that um, was thrilling mate i mean honestly yeah expressvpn.com slash triforce you can get it now. For your health. <laughs> so you got your hair cut, Sips. You said that at the start. Did you do it? Did you do it yourself? No, no. Did, you, did, every, did your lady wife no, cut it? No, it was, they opened up the, um, they opened up barbershops and hairdressers here last Friday um, as part of our lockdown exit strategy plan thing. Okay. Um, so mo mostly, mostly everything noticed, is now like, open over here, which is nice. The life is just slowly sort of going back to normal, especially with the kids going back to school next week and stuff. That'll be did you, that'll be good did too. Did you have to cut your kids' hair during the lockdown? No, is we didn't. So by done? the time we, me and my son got our our hair cut because together, yeah, because um, well, he can't. Did you go, get it? Did you did you take turns or did you do it at the same no, time? No, we well, well it was nice because we went. We were we were in town 
because, like I said, the lockdown is is easing substantially over here. So I took the kids. And you turned to each other and you said, "Let's get a haircut." No, I well, kinda, yeah. I, so I, I took my kids to town because it's a just a thing that we do on the weekend. You know, like go have a look around and stuff. There's things that they like to do, whatever. Yeah. So we're I walking around town, you, and I thought you're like out there. We were close the to where it's like sunny, like the, got the barbecue going. Yeah, yeah, littering um, and just you know just doing all that kind of stuff, <laughs> having a good time. Um, so we, we were walking by or close to where the barbershop was. And I thought, I'll just go check. I'll just go see what's up. Like they just opened yesterday. So, you know, it's probably gonna be busy. Let's just go look and, and see what the deal is sort of thing. So I get there and it's empty. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird. And I look on the door and there's a sign that says, you know, we're only doing appointments. We still have to social distance. Everybody's wearing like hazmat suits and stuff in there. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I said to the lady, like, me and my son really need a haircut. Can I make, can I book an appointment like for as soon as you guys can, can get like fit us in sort of thing. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll put you in for like what next Thursday in the morning or something. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. That's fine. Um, and then one of the ladies like in the back sort of pipes up and says, uh, the person I'm waiting for's appointment is, is 10 minutes late. So I can do one of you right now because I'm not just waiting around. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to turn up 10 mm. minutes late, F- fuck oh, you basically that's the dream, isn't yeah, it? yeah 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 so i was like okay cool uh you know just just do just do my son um you know get get let's get him a haircut because it was like really like in his eyes everything yeah. uh he wants he saw this guy on the internet <laughs> yeah uh p flax that he wants he wants what he's got yeah so <clears throat> get the polish i'm just out. over here chilling i'm just over here chilling yeah so she so she starts cutting his hair she starts cutting his hair and I'm thinking, oh, great. I'm glad that we came and checked this out. Like, it's good. He's getting a haircut and stuff. And then this other lady pipes up while my son's getting his haircut. And she's like, oh, I'm free. My appointment is also 10 minutes late. Do you want me to cut your hair? <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't even say anything about me getting a haircut. She just took one look at me and thought, this guy needs a haircut really bad. Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll, uh, yeah, whatever. I'll, like, that's fine. So I got my haircut too, and it was one of oh. those those sweet little victories, you know, when you're just like, "Fuck me!" Like I just completely um, lucked out. I like I took the opportunity, and now I don't have to turn out later in the week to get my haircut or anything. I just I'm ready it's to amazing. go. Amazing, yeah. So so yeah, the shops opened here this week, and I walked past Primark on the on the Monday because I was heading into the office, and my God, the queue was like unbelievable yeah it was like it went on for miles yeah and obviously they're not letting people they're being a bit careful and they're people are sort of keeping the distance and stuff but it's like i was like blown away that so many people needed to buy shit from primark like i didn't realize that i don't know so many people had run out of i don't know fucking lycra bras no well, cheap bras people want to people want to prepare for when they can go out again Right. They want to look good. They, they, well, yeah, they want to look good. They want to feel good too. People have been locked down for a long time. I heard that they weren't allowing people into fitting rooms. Right. I was also hearing that anytime people, like, there was like, you were given, you just weren't allowed to touch things, right? So you had to like put stuff in a basket, and then if you didn't buy it, um, that that stuff they got disinfected and burned. Yeah, they just piled it up by the bin for the seagulls. Fit, fitting room takes uh, on like a takes on a whole different meaning for me like if i'm forced to go into a clothes store i need a room where i can just go in and have a fit because like i'm inside in my head i'm in such such intense amounts of pain like i hate going clothes shopping like i hate i hate being dragged into a clothes store 
man, it just it's so boring. I can understand like why people don't want to buy their clothes and shoes online, right? Because I think it's always a dumb yeah. thing to do, right? P- people need to try that shit on or else it's just not just doesn't fucking it never works. Every I don't think I've ever bought a pair of shoes online that fitted. I think I did. I had to buy some ski shoes at one point and everyone, I couldn't find anywhere that, that sold them. So I bought some online and they were just the worst. They just, I had to wear like, I think I had to put insoles in them to like make them, you know, the gel things to make my feet fit. And then I had to wear these massive socks or whatever. So my feet weren't just echoing around in these gigantic empty boots. Right. Um, <laughs> but, and I put up with them because I, you know, spent the money online. I buy, yeah. I buy uh, t-shirts online all the time. Jumpers. Yeah, that's true. I think I think some I think tops and stuff is okay, but you never know quite what they're going to look like. Um, well, that's true, and I've got some that I I bought, and it's not the material I thought it was, and stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is like nylon or whatever. I don't know whatever the fuck. That there is that thing, yeah. Like you buy sometimes, like in the, in the clothes shop, you'll get something off the shelf and you try it on, and you'll you'll think this is going to look amazing. I might as well just try it on, but I know it's going to look amazing. And you try it on, and you're like, oh fucking hell, this looks shit. Why does this look yeah. so weird on me? And it's because we all have. But, like, I mean, you know what? But it's easier. Gangly. It's obviously it's easier for men. I mean, when it, if you think about women, if they don't try stuff on, the sizes the sizes that women get are madly different from the sizes that men get. Because I mean, men tend to be you're like you're either small, medium, large, or you know you're in the XXL department, yeah. right? You go in there. You've given. But up. generally speaking, the only thing where you need to worry about fitting is trousers. Because, you know, you've got different length legs and stuff like that. Yeah. But we don't have the different styles of hips and butts and no. boobs to worry about. Like, it's not an issue. But a big... So it's a, a big, lot easier. I can buy a t-shirt, no problem. A big part of clothes women, shopping and a big factor into the system of purchasing clothes is uh, returns, right? Like, it's like, say you order something online, you order a shirt, and it gets down and it doesn't fit. You can return it. And they'll normally pay. But it's a lot more. Hassle. They'll normally pay for the postage and everything. It's more of a new credit you back, and then you can just like. Have you, you ever? Know. Have you ever returned? Personally, no. But like, how much stuff have you returned that you've bought online? Because I don't think I've ever. My done wife that. does it all the time. Like really? every day, something there's something uh, parceled up, ready to be returned. Like wow. it's crazy. I can't believe it. Yeah. I I, yeah. I I I had a week off this week of streaming, and I had I had suddenly I had like you know an extra sort of twenty hours to 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 do. So I built some Lego, and I boxed last week. I boxed some stuff up for you, Sips, and I sent it your way. Oh yeah, I, I got the box. I haven't postcard. opened it yet. I got it yesterday. I wrote a little postcard to your to your son. Oh thanks. Because uh, he sent me a letter, so oh, I sent nice. one back. That's and, nice. And I had to find a post box. I know it wasn't that difficult, but it was like you know I had to buy some stamps. Right. And so you know what I mean? Like this, it's it's. It's time that I didn't normally have, um, but I and I, I'm not saying you know I had to go to the post office and send this box. Like it was just kind of I didn't mind doing it, but it was definitely out of my way. And I feel like if I'm buying clothes online, I I, I just want to be efficient. Do you know what I mean? I want to buy a lot of clothes and then take a whole lot back. I don't want to like buy a shirt, find it didn't fit. God, it's such a pain well, in the ass. What? So maybe that's I'm why. I'm at the point in my life where, and I I've kind of kind of only just realized this. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I went to buy clothes. And it turns out that most of the clothes that I currently have are clothes that have been given to me, right? I think as a dad, you accumulate shirts a lot. Shirts and t-shirts. Nobody knows what to get you, so they'll get you like stupid novelty shirts. Like I got a Fallout shirt for my birthday, uh, which is really nice for my kids and stuff. 
before that at Christmas, I got some sort of shirt or whatever. So now my my drawer, my shirt drawer is just filled with shirts that have been given to me. Like I, I never go online to buy clothes. I never go clothes shopping. I, I only go if I absolutely like it's like a complete and utter necessity to do so. Like I'm you love the right, fallout I'm shirt. out of clothes. You're going to love why I've got you then in that case. All right. Great. <laughs> is it a fallout shirt? Because un- unusually... Um, well, is it is, is it is it actually thoughtful or is it just like I remember one year for Christmas you got me the art of erotic dancing a DVD, which I still have in <laughs> in here and it's in its shrink wrapping still. Uh, yeah, that was a nice gift, honestly. I mean, I, what else have I bought you over the years? Random, random crap. Random um, crap. Yeah, that would. That's well, a I good just, summary. I, yeah. Well, like when you were on your birthday, you were you were playing so much Fallout. I got some stuff on on a sale, and I I was like, Sipsy's gonna love this. Nice. And I looked at it. And I was nice. like, this is a bit weird. Sipsy's gonna love. Oh, this. fuck! I so better go bit, open that bit, box. And I just thought it was gonna be a bunch of junk in there, but now you didn't even open it. It only came yesterday. I haven't had a chance. Are you serious? Exactly. See, this is what I'm yeah. talking. Yes. About we're busy with doing stuff. If he if he'd stopped if he if he had a week off streaming, he would have found plenty of time. I built yeah. a little bit of Lego. This there you week. go. Lewis has built Lego this week. A parcel arrives. I open it straight away. Wow. Like, what are you like Christmas morning? Yeah, it's, it's exciting to that. get mail. I got That's some posts just this morning. And do you know what? I tore it open excitedly. It's my new resident parking permit for the year. Well, very exciting. God. That's pretty exciting, actually. I would love to. Very get, exciting. I'd love to get a resident parking permit. Two days ago, box arrived. Mrs. F had ordered some plates, but the thing with Mrs. F is she can't visualize how big a, a measurement would be when she sees it online. So she sees the plates. These are very small plates. She thought they were like regular size plates. These are smaller than a teacup. That's how they sound like they the, get the, you. the teacup plate. What do they call it? a saucer? They're, they're smaller than a saucer. And she was like, well, this is, look at this. There's like 18 of them for a bargain price. So this was meant to replace our side plates, many of which the kids have broken or they're cracked and stuff. We've had them for years. So she got them, but you could not fit a sandwich. Like it's smaller than a slice of bread. So they're like, the, um, are they I like, don't know what they're for. I guess they're for like putting sweet chili sauce in or something or like no, they're, they're like, or whatever. They, they don't even the have like much of a lip. They're, they're almost flat. Fucking, well, it's it's like one of those things though. It is that you, you the, the worst thing is cracking open a present or not a present, like a, a delivery or something that's been sent to you. And they're like now it's that fucking tube of toothpaste you ordered and it's, oh, it's, a bit, yeah. it's always a little bit disappointing because there is. is that wonderful magical uh, this is why you shouldn't order toothpaste online when you run out with those amazon buttons don't do it because it's just it's gonna cause you like disappointment every day when yeah the, it, when you're gonna think it's a present tablets. it's toothpaste no we get that all the time we get a pass i open it up it's stuff for the dog. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm just that's like, not oh. a present for me. That's yeah. not going to cheer like me up. Or it's like water for the iron. We have we we buy this filtered water so it doesn't clog it up with. In London, everything clogs up with uh, what is it called? Lime scale. Lime scale, right? So we buy it's a it's a nice iron. We don't want it to break. It's it's like the best iron we've ever had. It's like this fancy steam iron and everything. Fill up the reservoir in the base with water, and it's got a pipe going to the iron. So it's. You don't fill up the iron. You fill up this this base unit. It's really cool. Very, very, very God, I think big I fan of this iron. Big fan of this iron. My household has uh, no longer any need for an iron and has not had one for quite some time. Which wow. is a nice point to get to. Yeah. We Why is it no longer a need for an Fuck iron? Fuck irons. Yeah. No one because needs everybody irons. I, mean, is I always home. wear a hoodie. No one sees my cra- crinkled up Yeah, t-shirt. that's it. I, I just I'm not wear like fucking jeans, am I? Or I wear sheets. dad shorts and t-shirts and stuff for the most part. My wife I'm not saying doesn't I need to really iron her clothes. I don't iron my clothes. 
clothes ever. Like it's only if I'm specifically going out to see people other than my family. Right. Uh, then I'll iron a shirt. Right. But I mean, I, don't you feel bad? Mrs. F is really well turned out every day. Yeah, but she goes. She works at an office though. Normally. No, but even when we've been at home, she's she's she dresses in a nice dress. She does her hair. She does her makeup. Yeah. She's got jewelry it makes on. You feel and there's good. me. I'm wearing the same shorts I've worn all week. Yeah. And I have scrubby old t-shirt that's all crinkled to fuck. Yeah, my wife is the same, but she doesn't need to iron anything. Right. Like, but why do they put up with it? Sips is my question. I don't know. I'm, oh, I'm so bad at ironing though that I feel like I actually make it actively worse. Do you know what I mean? It has like creases and weird shit in it that like I, I feel like it's actually the shirt was better before I started ironing it. Do you need you me know? to teach you how to iron a shirt? Because I'm quite good at it. Well, I feel like I feel like somehow men get away with the whole I am what I am, like love it or leave it sort of thing. You know I, what I mean? I, I don't think we should. That's no, we, I don't think we should either, but we do, I think. Come on, we got to like, take somehow. what benefits we've got, P-Flags. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In this Jeez, patriarchal yes. society <laughs> where we are the kings. <laughs> Give us something, ladies, please. <laughs> God, jeez, you've stolen everything. You guys can give birth to uh, to other life. Uh, you can do, Raise you can do everything. We can't do shit. Uh, oh man yeah no it's weird uh it's weird how that that imbalance exists doesn't it because the like like men i don't think would ever put up with it right like uh like a woman you know what i think it is i'll be honest with you um first of all i know that and this is going to sound sexist but i i do know that women judge what other women wear quite strongly Mm. right Uh, like typically speaking if, more, if, more if so that men judge other men. I agree. Unless, like, we unless might tease you're each other into fashion. If you're a man who's into fashion, suddenly you're looking at everyone else. Right, right. right. But a lot of blokes, especially when you get to my age and, and Sif's age, you know, we, I, I'm not thinking I'm going to pop to the shop. I better put on my, my hipster trousers and uh, and this cool T-shirt. I, got. I, I just go down there because I want to get what I want to get, right? Yeah. But yeah. I know that if I bumped into another dad, he wouldn't look me up and down and be like, Wow, you really made an effort. He wouldn't give a shit yeah. any more well, than I would. Like have, you know what I mean? Wearing the shorts, do you know what I mean? They notice the shorts because it's like fucking snow on the ground, and you know, Sips is still. Right, that's the only time you'd, it yeah, would be common. I think I, I feel like men become complacent a lot, a Agreed. lot readily, a lot more readily than women do. I think women. But we never had much to work with in the first place. No, but women seem to constantly make an effort in all areas right they've they, got more options they 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 do but they they've still they still go the extra though. mile they've right got more like, expectations like man yes, my expectation of- is i'm a i'm a mess and you know I, I expect uh in any relationship you kind of two people that are a mess you need one of them to have their shit together and be well turned out in, what if the police came around for some reason and we're both turning up looking like we just woke up you know what i mean one of us needs to look like they're on it I so mrs f luckily she looked well, exactly. I would be I mean, screaming out of my window. I'm calling my lawyer right now. I wouldn't even <laughs> answer the door. So we're just asking everybody in the neighborhood, no, get away from me. Yeah. No questions. I'm at that point with no the police consent now. To I, search. Just, I have no time for them. I can't be bothered. If they're knocking on my door, they can speak to somebody else. That I'm not it's, I'm not talking to them. It's you all are a uniquely ga- antisocial individual. Though. No, but it's all these games and shit that they play, right? Like, you know, they try, they're like vampires. They try to get invited into your house and stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> fuck off. Go fucking bother somebody else. I'm not, I'm not doing anything here. Like, you don't need to talk to me. Hold up the garlic. Yeah. <laughs> fucking cough. Get out of here. Is it true that I, I'm sure I saw in a vampire movie that they can't cross running water? I think that's that happened to Dracula in one of the movies. Oh, maybe. Is it, yeah. He can't cross running water. What? 
Mm. Of all the weaknesses, I mean, it doesn't even make sense. What's their problem with running water? Well, I think they what could cross still water. They could go. They could go. Up. I've seen them on planes getting around it. You know, right? But what but, if? I mean, first of all, that means how did Dracula get on that boat? He was the loaded on to London with the crane. Yeah, but he's not allowed to cross running water. Yeah, but if he's in his coffin, it's fine. You don't think it would freak him out? So what's the deal? He just doesn't like it. He's or? like hibernating the whole time Look. when he's on a boat. If he's ever on a container ship or a boat or whatever, as vampires, that's how they seem to get around. Even though they right. can fly, it boggles. Yeah, the but mind. you get tired. I mean, geez, you got to eat so, some. Yeah. You got to suck some blood. You're not going to find it halfway across the Atlantic. That's right? true. That's true. But anyway, so I think they just sort of hibernate in their coffin for like the the long. But so is the is the restriction? Is it a oh I don't want to do it, or is it like a physical he can't, like a force field? Like, are we just well, assuming vampires are like, oh, no, I couldn't. I couldn't cross running water, mate. Yeah, probably Oof, not. No. There's all sorts of weird stipulations. It's like curse being a vampire, right? So there's lots of downsides to it. Yeah. You know? I'm just curious it what the so limitation is. Is it a self-inflicted limitation? No, no, Is it like a phobia not. that they have? They, like, what's the deal? Because vamp- vampires try to do as much as I they can. I tell you can. what, you never see a shabby vampire, do you? A shabby They're vampire. They're always impeccably turned out. Yeah, that's true, actually. Like women. Vampires and women. <laughs> it's kind of forced on them, though, like in the same way that women feel like they have to dress smart and wear makeup than conform, you know? You know, what, you know what's occurred to me is that what if... The whole vampire thing is like a warning to men not to get married. Um, what do you think? It, maybe. I mean, like, I'm just wondering if it's like if if part of the root fear, like you know, oh, don't marry her. She's a bloodsucker. You know what I mean? Like that that idea that men that, that this this vampire is going to suck the goodness out of you slowly over time yeah, and, and turn make you, you into their thrall. Make you their thrall. That might be part of the, you know, the men's fear of being tied down. Yeah, because Maybe. it's like it sounds good for like a hot woman to be in your bedroom and like right. going for your neck, but then suddenly you're enslaved. You're doing everything she tells you, yeah, and you're putting the you're bins slowly out. Dying. Yeah, yeah. And now you can't go outside anymore. You're stuck you're in the house all day. Stuff you're ironing the bed exactly. sheets. They don't want to cross running water. Famously, women hate running water, of course. Yeah, because it makes them feel uh, like they, they need don't to like pee. the smell of garlic. If I eat loads of garlic, Mrs. F is like, stop trying to kiss well, me. They've got a very sensitive sense of smell, more than us, more than men. And they, you know? they despise God. They so, hate God. Hate God. God. If I've ever known any anything about women, it's how much they hate God. That's yeah. one yeah. attribute. That's one, of the, definitely, that's one of those things. That's such a stereotype, and it's there for a reason, isn't it? Yeah, they hate yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, what else? They could turn it to a bat. Uh, no, vampires. Well, yeah, I suppose oh. vampires, yeah. Can, can, I think they could turn it into a wolf as well. The she-wolf. Oh. Right? And bats, you know, kind of high-pitched voices. Just like a woman. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> All right, let's stop. Thank you, everybody, <laughs> for uh, listening to this podcast. We'll see you all. <laughs> next time oh my god Bye. goodbye thank you bye goodbye <laughs>